everyone, and welcome back to the Consummate Athlete Podcast. I'm Molly Herford, and today's episode is Peter Glassford talking about his 80% rule for athletic training success. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome back to the Consummate Athlete Podcast. Today we wanted to give a try at something we're going to call a monopod, a podcast with a single person, where they try to express an idea or rule of thumb or tactic they've used uh, in the pursuit of this consummate athlete lifestyle. Today I wanted to kick things off by talking about a rule of thumb I use personally and also with my athletes to help make better decisions in the moment. Um, a preface that I don't want this rule to be confused necessarily with the 80-20 rule that's quite popular right now where we do 20% of the work and you know, get the 80% of the benefit. Um, that's more of a, a framework, I think, for a long-term viewpoint and has its merits certainly in a lot of different situations, but more this 80% as a passing grade is more of a strategy um, to keep us in sort of a zone. Let me back up. In a, <clears throat> It's a tool for us to make decisions, whether we tend to be the people striving for perfection or we tend to be the you know, the athletes, the people who fall short of sort of that place where we are getting, you know, achieving the purpose, you know, achieving what we're trying to do on a given day or week or longer, since all those little pieces add up. So what I like to do is we always will program workouts for athletes. So I'll deal with more athlete examples since that's sort of my everyday is dealing with athletics and, and athletes trying to get better. So we'll generally have a plan laid out, and I like to the saying the plan is written in pencil, which is to say that we could erase it, we could cross it out. It's very, very changeable. It's not, you know, just there in some sort of paint marker. It's it's there. We can move this plan, and so getting athletes to embrace that is actually quite hard, especially if they've, you know, gotten used to coaching or following a plan. Um, you know, they want to do what's there because there's this belief that it's the perfect, perfect thing. And that perfect idea, I think, is what gets us in trouble. So I'll explain with a couple examples. This 80% is a passing grade. The first example would be an athlete who, you know, maybe they're newer to following plans or, you know, sort of struggling a little bit to sort of move in a, a dedicated direction. And so these athletes might go and you know, they'll have a five-minute hill they're supposed to do a couple reps of. Um, but they are in a place they don't have five-minute hills or, you know, whatever. They're on a group ride or something. And so what they need to do is remember this rule, 80% is the passing grade. So what would be 80% of, say it was a five-by-five five workout, so 25 minutes of volume, five-minute hill. Say they don't have a five-minute hill, they have a four-minute hill or a three-minute hill with a bit of flat at the beginning and end. You know, maybe they can get a four-minute effort in and do the best they can. Um, and then maybe they do six reps. <clears throat> so now we're talking 24 minutes of work um, out of 25. You know, that's that's pretty solid. You know, we might adjust that. We might suggest that, you know, in future workouts, we if five minutes is for some reason critical you know, well adjusted. But for that day, the key is that they got in something and it was pretty close. Um, so again, 80% passing grade, don't stress. And, you know, they can go right into that knowing, you know, that it's going to be okay. You know, they're, they're doing pretty good. Another example would be the athlete um, who's maybe too crazy about stuff. So they, you know, they have their zones and they know they're going to ride, you know, zone two or 65 to 75% of max heart rate or something. 
but then they get out and they're riding with a friend or in a group and you know there's some drafting and you're having to pull into some headwinds and stuff and so you know you're with people so you end up you know you're riding up at 80 85 percent of max heart rate and then you're coasting a little bit and you're you know maybe you stop a little bit um, or you're just drafting and your heart rate's you know down a little lower than the zone and I see too often athletes freak out about that. And the unfortunate thing is that, yes, over time, we might have a reason that we want to do a really steady ride. Um, but that ride that I just described, or series of possible rides, um, it is beneficial. And the thing is, the things like aerodynamics and following closely and pack skills and all that is very context-specific. You can't do that without those people around, without those group rides. So in that case, what I would say is, you know, is it so much, like, are you pinned, like, are you doing intervals to keep with this group, in which case we might change things, but if it's pretty close, and again, you're sort of, you know, bouncing between 80 and 60, you're going to average maybe a 70% in this example, you know, it, it's probably good for that day, you know, if you're going to ride four hours, you're not going to be knackered at the end of it, um, you know, that's probably similar to riding four hours endurance, and again, if, if it's so far beyond what you need to be doing or perfection, then we can change in the long term. But I think we have to remember that those things, again, like aerodynamics and sprinting and that sort of stuff is very important. So the final example where I think this 80% as a passing grade uh, is very relevant, especially for the consummate athlete, um, the athlete who's trying to you know, incorporate a bit of different movements and movement variety into their lifestyle um, and certainly social uh, aspects into their lifestyle um, is that example of, okay, it's really rainy today, or, you know, maybe you're in Canada and it snows randomly. Um, and, you know, just being flexible enough that, okay, I have a three hour bike today rather than, you know, jumping on the trainer immediately. Cause we have to bike. It's our only possible option for moving. You know, we can explore other ways that we might move. That might be, you know, a long hike, nice hilly hike, um, maybe incorporating some running into that hike. Um, you know, it could certainly be cross-country skiing if we're going really intense with the snow. Um, you know, there's just having those options, I think, makes you a more durable athlete, both physically and that your body can, you know, has a work capacity, your body has a resilience to a bunch of different movements and loads, but also you're, you're more independent to the weather. Um, and that's definitely something I found through my career. I could definitely do better and water sports and stuff like this are definitely on my agenda here, paddling. Um, but just being able to run, if we're just going to narrow it down, simplify it and to ride several different types of bikes, you know, I have my road cross mountain, um, I'm pretty content hiking with my bike. So just having that option has always made it pretty easy to get out and train, you know, get out and move, get out and have some fun. Um, almost irregardless of weather or who am I around, if I'm around runners, then I can go out with runners. And again, there's a time where the specificity matters. You can't necessarily do that right before the World Championships of mountain biking, but we can definitely do that to keep our training moving ahead, especially as people, you know, if we're in a nine-to-five job or something like this, right? Um, so yeah, so that's our 80% as a passing grade. Hopefully that'll be something that can help guide you. Like Again, 80%, you get through school with your A, you'd be pretty happy. So can we get through our training with an A and be happy? Thanks so much for tuning in, and we hope you like this one-man podcast. I definitely really enjoyed the uh, 80% rule. It makes me feel much better about workouts that don't go exactly as planned.
Uh, but let us know how you feel about it in the comments over at consummateathlete.com, our new website for the show, where all of the show notes will be stored. And you can tweet at myself, at Molly J. Herford, or at Peter, particularly for this episode, at, at Peter Glassford. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and we hope to see you soon. Thank you.